This is an RNZ podcast. The PM in Indonesia, Sam Burgess, slapped with an AVO. Wallabies coach quits. But today's headlines were lost in a front-page protest by media companies fighting on a united front to be able to tell the news of the day. When the government hides the truth from us, what are they covering up? That's Australia's Channel 9 TV news back on the 19th of October 2019, a day when Australia's biggest newspapers all published news-free front pages as a protest against new national security laws, which they said would stifle their reporting. Now, last week, something similar happened when about 30 smaller Australian media outlets published no news at all for an entire day, though this was a protest targeting companies which have for years brought their news to huge new audiences. After complaining about Facebook and Google publishing news online and profiting from it, but contributing little to news journalism, or for that matter, to the Australian tax take, Australia's Commerce Commission, the ACCC, eventually found that the two titans of tech should pay Aussie news media for their news content on their services. Australia's government then forced the issue, cough up or we'll force you to by law, they said. And last year, Professor Andrea Carson from Melbourne's La Trobe University told MediaWatch they didn't like it, especially Facebook, now rebadged as Meta. Both Google and Facebook threatened to leave Australia, and in fact, Facebook acted on that promise and pulled its news sites from um, Australia for uh, um, about a week. Another sort of news blackout there, but not one that lasted for very long. Facebook and Google then began cutting confidential deals with the biggest news publishers across the Tasman, one by one, and some of these were worth tens of millions of dollars each. But Andrea Carson told MediaWatch at that time, small to medium-sized media, who don't have as much clout, missed out. The problem with the code, though, is this picking and choosing about who gets to do a deal with the big tech companies and who doesn't. Facebook's been a bit tougher in picking and choosing who they're doing deals with. And that was the reason for that news-free protest in Australia last week and their slogan, We are waiting on Zuckerberg. Now here, the government hasn't shown any willingness to confront Google or Facebook about their dominance of the New Zealand digital media marketplace. So last year, our media took things into their own hands. The News Publishers Association, representing commercial news publishers, asked the Commerce Commission for permission to collectively bargain with Google and Meta. Stuff, the New Zealand Herald publisher NZME, the Otago Daily Times publisher Allied Press and the online outlet The Spin-Off all backed that bid. We want to do this together so the deal benefits all organisations equally, said the founder and publisher of The Spin-Off, Duncan Grieve. And that would get around that problem of the platforms picking and choosing who they do deals with and the minnows missing out, which is what happened in Australia. State-owned RNZ and TVNZ later said that they wanted in as well, if such deals were being done, though the News Publishers Association wasn't keen on that. And the Ministry for Culture and Heritage also told the Commerce Commission they were backing the idea as well, because offshore deals like the ones done across the ditch, they said, proved that news content does have financial value to digital platforms. But, oh no it doesn't, Google told the Commerce Commission after that. News media businesses get more value from Google than Google gets from their news content, Google insisted. And it said that news-related searches made up less than 1.5% of Google searches in New Zealand in the year 2019. Now, Meta also told the Commerce Commission that they don't want to deal collectively with the news media here either.
And in reply to that, the News Publishers Association said both of them were merely trying to prolong the status quo in which they benefit from their power. But deep in Google's submission to the Commerce Commission late last year was some interesting detail, not reported at the time. Google said it was already negotiating with New Zealand news media businesses about including their content in Google's News Showcase service. It had already reached agreement with two, said Google, and they were already getting paid. And Google also said more commercial offers were on the table with several other New Zealand news businesses. Now, fast forward to late last week, and NZME, the publisher of the New Zealand Herald, surprised the others in their collective effort to confront the tech titans with a move reported like this on NZME's own radio station, News Talk ZB. Media company NZME stunned its rivals today by announcing it is close to signing a deal with Google to pay for its content. Today, NZME announced they're no longer interested in a group deal and they're close to cutting that deal with Google and Meta on its own. So without telling the others, NZME informed the New Zealand Stock Exchange it had already agreed to supply Google's news showcase and the market could expect a $5 million boost in NZME profits next year. So much then for the collective media position. Now it's a case, it seems, of NZME, me, me. Last week, Dr Maria Mililati from the Auckland University of Technology, who's an expert in New Zealand media relationships with the big tech platforms, told Andrew Dickens this. Withdrawing from that, so maybe that was a little bit sneaky move. <laughs> Are you calling it sneaky? Uh, I understand the competition called it snaky. Uh, you may not have been surprised, <laughs> but uh, everybody else uh, was. I wasn't surprised that they've been negotiating with Google, but pulling out of this was maybe uh, perhaps a surprise. Even the Press Gazette in the UK noted that an unnamed rival of NZME had called their breakaway snaky. This looks like it gives NZME $5 million to go shopping for our journalists before we can agree a deal, that source told the Gazette. But is $5 million actually a lot? Well, not for Google, as News Talk ZB's Andrew Dickens said on air last week. $5 million chicken feed for Google. Wonder if Boggsy should have gone harder. But on 9 to noon last Tuesday on RNZ National, former newspaper editor Andrew Holden told Catherine Ryan that the law of money in the bank now, rather than an unknown sum sometime later, maybe, would have been the incentive for NZME to go it alone in secret. My reading of it is that they want the cash sooner rather than later, that it might take quite some months for the Commerce Commission to come back and give approval for it. Uh, it may even fail. Uh, and then everybody's got to get around the table and get the digital giants into the room and start negotiating, whereas here they're, they're able to go to the market and say, here's the amount of money we're going to lift uh, our profit uh, we're going to report it much better and therefore our share price is going to increase. So it's the dollars will drive so much of their behaviour and, and clearly they want that money in their accounts pretty soon. Well, this week we asked for an interview with NZME's Chief Executive Michael Boggs about all of this, but NZME's Corporate Communications Manager told MediaWatch that would not be appropriate because confidential commercial negotiations are still ongoing. But the thing is, it's not just NZME's business. Their move also pulls the rug out from under that collective effort for an agreement with Google and Meta. And coincidentally, the current chair of the News Publishers Association is none other than NZME's chief executive, Michael Boggs. So, would he talk to us on that basis? No, sorry, we were told, that would be a conflict, according to NZME. And it certainly conflicted other media companies with mutual interests when it comes to Meta and Google in New Zealand. 
The News Publishers Association says it's still pursuing authorisation from the Commerce Commission because it says there are significant public benefits for local news media and fair and reasonable remuneration. But aren't they more likely now to follow NZME's lead and do their own deals, meaning that what's happened in Australia will probably happen here now as well? That's a question for the News Publishers Association, and we'll be following the progress of this situation here on Media Watch.